Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, Jamsters, the Suns win again two in a row. 117-103 over the Jazz. No John tonight. We got Gavin from the Aussie Suns podcast. How you doing, Gavin? Fantastic. We're, we've won two in a row. How can we not be great? And next time we rock up, KD's going to be out there. I well, Terrence, <laughs> Ross, Terrence Ross doesn't know yet, according to his after-game interview. But, um, yeah, we're, we're back. And KD, hopefully, against Minnesota. Oh, what happened to he? Was he interviewed? He just totally forgot that Katie's yeah, on the team and so, that he's coming back Wednesday. So Tom Tom Chambers and Leander asked him, uh, "What's the feeling like? What's the excitement in the rooms that Katie's coming back on Wednesday?" He goes, "Ah, uh, I didn't even know that Katie was coming back Wednesday." Oh, well, that's good. Then his mindset's just on the game. You know, he's he's uh, he's filling in his minutes, and he's I think this is three or four games in a row where he's just on a tear. Him and TJ Warren. We'll talk about him later, of course, but they are just plain insane. Maybe he's just like, hopefully he doesn't come back because I want all these minutes. He's getting a lot of minutes, but well learned, right? <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. And and he's been he's slotted in just so nicely, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's going great. Two wins in a row. They look they look back. Now we get KD back Wednesday. But we'll talk about this game. Um where are you at currently? You're on a road trip. You're on a work business trip. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm currently in Auckland. So um, I've, oh. I've travelled over over to New Zealand, the uh, the poorer cousin of Australia. But um, yeah, I'm here. It's beautiful here. It's a great country. So, um, and wrapped that I was able to get on and join you on the jam yeah. session today. Well, thanks for coming on again. And uh, do you have anything to pop open, or any? Are you drinking anything? Uh, I am. I've I've got uh, just just picked up the Heine- a oh. box of Heinekens, and uh, <laughs> nice. it's about the only beer I really knew okay. in the in the bottle shop there. So thought I'd roll with it. Right on. Well, obviously, I never I never pop open anything anymore. I'm super boring. I'm sure you guys hate me for that, but I got water. <laughs> but I'm glad you're popping something open. Um, but we'll go ahead and get this pot started. And uh, before I do that, though, Jamsters, thanks for joining us. And make sure to go ahead and like, subscribe, leave a um, leave a review. We'll read it, Apple Five Stars. I'm not sure if we even have any lately. John hasn't read any, so I'm sure we don't. But go ahead and leave those or don't. John tells you not to, and that sometimes works. But uh, we'll go ahead and get this pod started and talk about another Suns victory. Suns pull away and they do win the game 117 to 103. They actually they pulled away in the fourth. It was a little close there in the third. They had a little bit of a rough stretch there in the second. We'll talk about that, but they pulled away. Their bench is looking really, really good right now. Um, so I gotta start with this. Matthew, I got to ask. Or Gavin. The Suns, their bench, it's back. Does that mean like I was going to ask you, like, what's the mo- the biggest thing you're worried about right now for the Suns? Because right now the bench is looking good. 
And I think that was the biggest worry for the Suns with KD coming back. But is there anything else? I know this is a victory. We don't want to start off negative or anything, but is there anything that going into the into next game where you're just like, I'm so worried about this guy, this situation, the the bench, maybe a guy off the bench or maybe the fifth starter. Is there anything that crosses your mind going into the next game? You're like, I'm still worried about this going into the playoffs and into the next game. I think um, I, I've resigned myself to the fact now that my biggest concern for this team is injury. Um, okay. Uh, when when we look at when Kevin Durant comes back, when Booker's there and healthy, when Chris Paul's there and healthy, we're going to see at least one of probably most of the time one of Book or and or KD on the floor at all times, mm-hmm. which means our scoring's covered. And as you said, the bench. I mean, Terrence Ross is a fire starter, right? He's come in, he scores heavily, doing really, really well. TJ Warren, I know there's a lot of love for TJ there because he's back at the Suns. I don't think he's going to play a major role when KD returns or in the playoffs, but that's just a personal opinion. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I think any potential injury that might come (laughs) is all I'm concerned about now. Uh, We have enough depth there around Book and KD that we're going to be able to put points on the board, which was always our concern with the bench, right? Um, When our starters aren't in, are they going to put points on the board? Campaign is flying, hitting pretty much everything at the moment. Um, (laughs) Busy's coming in and doing the business. Uh, So it's it's just, and and I just seen in the chat, Ish Wainwright come in today and looked like he was Steph Curry for a little bit there. So... Uh, I, I think the advantage that Monty has with the bench at the moment is if someone isn't, if it's not working for someone, he doesn't have have to have them in the game. He can use other resources. And Damian Lee didn't play again today, and he's going to get open shots with those guys on the floor. And if Ish is out there and missing, or if Shamit's out there and missing, or if TJ's out there and missing, Damian Lee slots in, and who knows what he's capable of providing. So. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with uh, with what's coming uh, for the next, what, seven games before playoffs and then the playoffs. Yeah, um, so that's, that's a big thing for me too is the injuries. I think when we got Chris Paul, when we got him, I was, you know, there's a lot of people talking about, you know, the injury thing, he's getting older. Now we can see kind of him getting old. But the injury thing, I'm like, don't worry, like just get the guy here and worry about it later. Now it's mm. like with KD and his injuries, how he injured himself last time. Or you know, in the the pregame warmups, just twisting his ankle. That was kind of scary. All right. So before that, I was like, just get KD here. All right, and uh, just see how it works. He is getting older, but injury. If it happens, it happens. We can't worry about that. We got to get the names here. Now the way he got hurt is kind of like um, I'm kind of nervous about that. That's the only thing too on my mind is the injuries, just because of the way he did get hurt. But the bench was a worry. Now like the last three games, I'm like, I'm not worried anymore. I'm ready for this team to go. Mm. They're playing. All out, the hustle's there from the bench. The, the shot making's there. Even from Mitch tonight, you put in Lee. He comes in and hits a big three. Uh, he didn't play like the last three games or four games, so he comes back in and hits a big three in the, the end of the second quarter when everybody was cold. So there's there's a lot of good going on right now for Phoenix. It's just, can we get this guy back and into the starting lineup? Who the heck are you? I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. I know who I am. Did anybody see a sniper? Did anybody see anything? I'm one of the best players that ever played a game. Yeah, Kevin Durant will be back Wednesday. And I was going to ask you too, Kevin. Like, so obviously he got hurt in the pregame warmups. How does he come out? It's a it's a it's a home game against the um, the Timberwolves. 
how did does he do the pregame warm up? Does he come out and um, just you know get announced? I'm sure they had the whole intro. Everything's all ready for him. But my my suggestion was him just to be in the back, and then as soon as the game starts, tip off, then he comes out. And he starts to play because I don't want anything to happen to him. I know poor guy that that was like the worst thing that could have happened. He worked his ass to get back. And all of a sudden that was a terrible injury. Um, but do you think he's going to get a pregame warmup? And then do you also think he's going to get an intro <laughs> coming Wednesday, right? Are you worried about that at all? I think it's, uh, I think it's a certainty that he gets an intro. I'm not, okay. <laughs> I'm not overly worried. <laughs> I'm not yeah. overly worried about him hurting okay. himself in a warmup again. Um, <laughs> did it suck? Hell yeah. Because, Let's be honest, Suns Twitter, Suns Nation absolutely lost their minds in the lead up to that game. Um, and when, when he went down, they lost their minds even more uh, as soon as it was announced that he was in a laid out. But I still think that if this was playoffs, KD would have been playing. So yeah, um, I don't think the injury was that bad. Yeah, you know, and same thing with the DeAndre Ayton. I think like his injury wasn't too bad, but they want to give him some rest. He's been playing all season. He's he's probably the mm-hmm. one that's played obviously the most games out of the starting lineup he has. And it's like give him a little bit of a rest. He comes back today, and it just it's gonna take some time for him to get back into things. Um, but you know, with KD coming back, um, he's gonna take a lot of the pressure off of Chris Paul, a lot of the pressure off of Cameron Payne with the second unit. But there's a lot of talk right now. All right, so this is our new drop of these two guys coming off the bench that have just made us, made our lives a lot easier as Suns fans. And I'm sure that team as well. Ross. The Outlet Boys. The Outlet Boys were killing. They they started off a little slow today, so we've been kind of spoiled with them. Um, they were just absolutely on fire the last two games. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we really saw this coming from TJ because Monty even talked about like he wasn't really gonna give him minutes, but he did. He wanted to see what he can get from TJ, and good thing he did because this guy is earning minutes in the playoffs. I feel like, right? Do you think he's earned a spot? We talked about it last pod, but I want to get your thoughts. And I know Ross has. Ross has gotten minutes. He's gonna get minutes in the playoffs for sure, because he can come out and just shoot lights out nonstop. And he might go through some cold spells, but right now he's just a guy you got to have in the lineup every game. Right. But TJ, Mm. do you think he's earned some minutes come playoff time? I think he's going to play minutes when we're struggling to score. Um, Outside of that, I'm, I've still got queries over how TJ fits the roster. Um, and I don't think he's going personally, I don't think he'll be in the set rotation when it comes to oh. playoffs. But it's um let's be honest, he's he he's certainly playing his way into at least consideration for that, right? Um defensively yeah. he's been solid, he's had steals in every game. Um he certainly hasn't been played off the floor in the defensive end. And on offense, even though I think both of them shot pretty poorly from outside today, um Defend, uh, offensively, TJ's given another dimension, and I'm, <laughs> we've still got the uh, we've still got the extension of the mid range mafia, right? It's and we just added TJ and uh, Terrence Ross into the mid range of mafia. Yeah, you know what? There's uh, there's also another drop too for that right here. This is uh, <laughs> the midi men. <laughs> Gavin, are you a big like Fifty that. Cent fan? I'm uh, not a huge Fitty Sam <laughs> fan, but I do no. like Fitty. He, okay. he goes all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Get Rich, Die Trying. That came out 
I think I was like in high school or something, but yeah, the mini men, um, they're kind of making themselves known now when it first dropped, everyone was like the mid range mafia, all this going on where, you know, you can't stop this team from mid range, but it just started out slow. There was injuries, of course. And, you know, it just didn't look too good. I mean, TJ Warren wasn't going to get minutes and he was part of it. I thought, I mean, mid range, he was like shooting like ridiculous. Like I think 72% for mid range when he was with the nets, when he came over. Yeah. Really solid numbers. Yeah. And then he just started out slow and everyone's like, well, what's going to go. Is he going to get minutes? And you said that you don't think he's going to, I think he will. Um, but it just, it is weird. Cause with Monty, he just loves his guys. And to know like from his interview today, or I'm, I think it was maybe last game um, where he talked about, you know, he just didn't know if he was going to give TJ Warren minutes. I'm like, really? That's so strange. Like just maybe because I'm a big TJ fan. I liked what he did with Brooklyn. And I thought he was a good fit with that starting lineup. Um, I was like, really, you're not going to try, but then thank God he did just to know if he doesn't at first get minutes. Cause I think Ross will over him for sure. He'll be a backup plan and he can come in and he can do do what he does. Every time he makes a shot, it's like a ridiculous, like he's like falling down backwards and he just throws it up over his head. I miss he's, that. He's, he's like, a walking, pop a shot. Right? Huh? He's oh, a walking say, bucket. He, TJ can score. T, oh yeah. TJ yeah. can score. He's a walking bucket. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's just insane. So when he gets hot, it's nice to have him in there. Um, But you know, I, mm. I think that this, uh, this whole bench, man, even like Ish Wayne, Ish, Ish Wayne, right? Let's say his whole name. Ish like came in today. He played last game, but he had like three games off in a row. And I, I kind of miss him a little bit. He'd hit a, he hit a couple corner threes today. What was he? Um, Ish Wainwright was three for five today from three. So mm-hmm. and nine oh. points total, of course, but he had the seven rebounds too. So do mm-hmm. you see Ish as like getting minutes? I wanted to ask you too, after I asked this question, um, Ish, do you think he's going to get minutes in the playoffs? And do you think he'll just be like that backup power forward? Or do you think when Katie comes back, he just won't get any minutes going forward? I think Ish is beautifully suited to a specific matchup. So I, I, I think Ish's minutes are going to really depend on who we play. Okay. Um, and it's it's also probably going to be the same for TJ, right? Um, and depending on how much of balance how much of the balance we need of offense versus defense when we get into those games um and it's going to be interesting to see who gets those rotation minutes um and i think we'll we may see a little bit of that once kd's back over the next few games yeah yeah we'll see i i think the the biggest thing though with this bench is that they when they're coming in now they're actually playing like Good ball. I mean, that's just to put it simply, they're just playing good ball. Before it was such a mess, and now they've actually figured things out with no matter who's in the game, even when Ross and Warren were in the game together maybe a few games ago, like the defense was terrible. But now I think TJ's done a little bit better, but I think he's kind of more of like an underrated like rebounder. Like anytime it's like an offensive rebound, defensive rebound, not every time, but he tries to get his hands in there. He's trying to get a second chance, and it's kind of undervalued for him. Ross, yeah, I agree def- with that. Yeah, yeah, like Ross, he can do the same thing, but TJ can be that guy to give us a second chance. And big question here, um, when KD comes back and the way that Okogi's been playing, he hasn't been the same. He took off the mask tonight, though. What was his stat line? So Josh Okogi did have, he was three for six, nine points. He was one for three from three. Do you see enough for him to hold that fifth spot? Now, when KD went down, he was a fifth starter. Do you have any other reservations from anybody else out there on the bench, currently in starting unit, that you want to start at the fifth spot with the with KD coming back? 
I think this is always going to be a 50-50 tear between a lot of fans. It's whether or not we want additional offense, um, given the fact that KD, Book, CP3 and Aiton are going to uh, spread the floor. They're going to open up whoever's in that fifth spot. And Akogi's not our best shooter, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Or do we want that defensive side of the game starting as the fifth player? Um, and for me, that's that's the that's always going to be the toss-up. Everyone's well, Tory probably does it a little bit on both ends of the floor more than a couple of the other options. But um, you know what? It's when KD's back, it's not going to matter. I know exactly I don't right. It's I don't like care that who simple. starts. It's that they simple. can start John for all I care. <laughs> I know, but it's like when he's out, though, it's like we try to find other things to talk about because we're just like, it yeah, really, of course. like this whole issue with Cameron Payne and stuff. It's like when Katie comes back, we're not going to worry about him anymore. We're not going to worry about Shaman. He's going to fall off. When Katie's back, he's going to solve so many issues, DA issues. Like if you have any problems with him and the way he's playing offensively, he'll help that. You know what? He's going to just cure a lot if he can come out and be healthy. Uh, but really, just a shout out to the Jamsters watching tonight. Uh, no, John, we have Gavin from uh, Aussie Suns, uh, the Phoenix. Oh my gosh, the Suns, <laughs> Aussie Suns. What did I? Okay, hold Aussie on. Suns podcast podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Aussie Suns fans podcast. Yes. <laughs> I got a little too excited, dude. I just, you know, Katie's coming back, man. I'm excited. I do know your podcast. Say so you should be. Say so you yeah. should be. So, oh, John did donate but let me get a before i get to john let me get a shout out to the jamsters watching us tonight uh sons to win you know 117 103 right there and two games in a row so we are talking about the starters too i just want to go through and just give a shout out to um saltiest gaming saying start tj you know what that's that's what i was thinking too no i'm just joking that's actually what john was thinking i want a kogi too but the more and more i watch this john is always usually right i'm like every time he says something john listen like he's he says, I'm like, well, I disagree. You know, I think a Kogi. But then all of a sudden, a week later, it's like, oh, John's right again. Here, TJ's probably going to be the starter. All right. He probably is. Um, I, I, mean, Jake, I don't think, I don't think there's a wrong answer to this starting point, right? No, like you said, it doesn't matter, right? But we just got to talk about something. There's, we got, uh, there's no wrong answer. Left. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, that's right. We got to talk. Um, me personally, I'd still take a Kogi. Um, okay. uh, in that starting position. Um, I'd rather still have Terrence Ross coming off the bench, TJ Warren coming off the bench, giving us scoring when Book, CP or Durant are resting. Um, but the reality is we're going to have one or two of those two, those guys on the floor with DA at most times. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, Jacob, too, really quick. I definitely want a Kogi there for the D. True. Uh, defense is great. Um, man. And then also, Bamf says Katie replaces Jo, TJ replaces TC. I'm praying. Um, yeah, I guess TJ Warren. He's warming up to everyone's hearts. I mean, I guess same thing with Monty. Monty just loves him now, and he might be the guy. And I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, there's one guy too. Um, getting forgetting, forgotten a little bit. Um, just kind of hiding in the shadows. We'll talk about this guy really quick. The point guard. Chris Paul was four for twelve tonight with uh, ten assists. He did only play twenty six minutes or almost twenty seven minutes. But I mean, last game I think he played like twenty five. So that it's kind of dwindling down a little bit. Um, thoughts on Chris Paul right now? So my whole thing is, 
I just I'm not getting anything from him. I think that I can have I've you're gonna have for my closing five, it would be like KD, Aiden, Booker, Okogi, and then you put it Warren or Ross there. I'm that's just my close. I know it's not gonna happen. I I know Chris Paul's gonna be there. That's just what I want. So for a closing five, what do you think? I mean, Chris Paul, he can he can still be sneakily good defensively. He can get his hands in there. He can be the thief like he usually is if he turns it up. But he's going to get a lot of open shots. You notice the defense right now, they're just letting him shoot from wherever, right? The three, uh, just mid-range. He kind of got some good looks today, but it looks tough still. What do you think about Chris Paul, man? Like, what's going forward? Is this one of the things, too, where Katie comes in and it just doesn't matter? Just who cares? He'll fall off and he'll just do his thing, right? I'm not. I'm not sure that whether he'll fall off a cliff, um, but he's he's certainly not going to deliver what we expected over the last couple of seasons, right? Um, but I, th- I I think he's comfortably filled and and pulled back into that role. Um, Monty spoke about it the other day in his presser. Like Chris Paul has, he's he's having less time on the ball. Um, he's sacrificing his game in order to be able to create opportunities for other players out on the floor. And honestly, that's all I think Chris Paul's doing. I I certainly don't think he's washed. I'd have him there at the end of games just based on experience and his ability to structure up our offense. He's not going to be our number one or our number two and probably not our number three option moving forward. Um, When KD's back, if you get towards the end of the game, it is going to be book. It is going to be KD. And if we can't get anything out of either of those two, it's going to be DA. Yeah, again, you know what? You're totally right. I think when KD comes back, I'm just going to be like, you know what? It doesn't matter what Chris Paul's really doing out there. He can orchestrate (laughs) still a lot, I guess. But I just, I'm I'm a big Okogi fan. I'm scared that we're going to go away from him. And I trust him a lot. I know. Where's Chris Paul on the assist ladder this year? Is he top five still? I, I still think he's might even be top three. All right, Jamsters, let me know. No, I know. I'm, I'm I know. Not, the stats, I'm not the stats are always sure, there for sure. He, no, the stats yeah. are always there for Chris Paul. Just for me, I test. I just I like a Kogi, and I don't want him to be on the bench in the closing minutes. So, uh, really quick though, Darth <laughs> Voida, big fan of the pot I hear. Uh, Suns Gam session, y'all the real MVPs. Thank you very much. Donated two dollars. Um, right now, I think John is playing NBA 2K. So, you know, have fun out there, man. Or he's doing a fantasy draft. I heard he's really into like um, the Princess Leia thing. Gavin, are you still there? You're a little frozen, or I, I'm not sure if you're there or not. All right, he might have to switch to his phone. <laughs> well, right now we're gonna actually leave him like that. Um, but this might be a good time where we can already go ahead and talk about DraftKings. Let me go ahead and find that drop. One second. You can look at my beautiful face until I find it. I know it's a little early, John. Where's the DraftKings, baby? There it is. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt-in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back up to $10. I got Houston winning it all. I know. I'm dumb. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, win or lose, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Gavin is back. Hey, I'm back. there you are. Yeah, yeah. Hey, all <laughs> on internet, eh? <laughs> hey, no worries, man. Uh, if it happens again, we'll just be very awkward, and I'll just sit here and look at the everybody watching. So, um, you know, shout out to the Jamsters again. Go ahead and hit like, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and uh, keep keep watching. Uh, we got a few more guys to talk about. I feel like Bismack Biombo. Um, before I actually say his name, I wanted to give him a drop because I love his drop. I'm just having a hard time finding it, like all the other ones. Where you been? Biz. Biz. All right, Bismack, look, last game he owned Joel. Embiid had an off night, though, right? But Bismack was huge. Tonight, like, DA fell off a little bit. We will get to him. Um, I won't forget about him, but DA is going to take a little while to get back into things, especially when KD comes back. They need to reset again, just kind of get him more involved, I feel like. But Bismack's been playing great. No uh, jock tonight, but Bismack's been there defensively. He's been. Great positioning by him. I feel like anytime he's there offensively, he puts himself in a good position and get the board. Um, I just, I love this dude right now, right? I mean, he might get a little exhausted towards the end of, well, not towards the end of the season, but towards the end of this little sprint towards the playoffs. But he's been playing some heavy minutes, but I just like his his attitude out there. You have guys in like Cameron Payne who you want to lead the second unit, but I feel like when Katie comes back, he might be that leader of the second unit, like in the second quarter. But Biz is like defensively, like he's holding up as a guy that you can just trust a guy like Okogi. I can trust, right. But he might be a starter, but even if he goes off the bench, those are like two guys right now. I'm like, they're on the floor. I trust them offensively, defensively. Bismack gets his, <laughs> he gets his ass chewed out a lot. Like at the last two games, you can see Chris Paul like just yelling at him. Like I've never seen that from anybody else, or just him like actually yelling at anybody. Like even like Da that much, but he's he's owned up to a lot, and I feel like he's done a great job. Your thoughts on Biz, man? And I mean, is he he he's your favorite over Jock, right? Like I feel like he's he's going to be the second guy to come in behind Aiden. That's a that's a really tough strike, right? Because um, we're we're always going to cheer for Jockey playing minutes, but um, Busy's been fantastic, right? He's he's the nicest guy in Phoenix. Um, donated his entire wage last year. He's just an amazing person. But his effort, particularly on the defensive end, is just outstanding. Um, I just wish that if he's going to do that little jump hook, he does it like at least a meter and a half closer at times. Yeah, you know what? The jump hook, though, he's getting closer. Like, he was doing it too far away from the rim before, but now he just knows to do it a little closer. And I really think, like, even last game, he's he's taking things away that he just cannot do. And, like, he's not – the free throws – what was he today? Did he make his one free throw? Because he had to and one today. And I was like, is he, he was one for one, but he did go back. Yeah, finished one for one, so perfect. He made his one free throw. But – a lot he's doing offensively, like he's kind of just like shoring up those things where he's like, I just can't do it. I'm just not that guy. So he's making sure to make the extra pass, but he's just trying to get his teammates extra, extra chances at the rim. He had the two offensive rebounds tonight or three, actually three offensive rebounds, five mm-hmm. total rebounds and 11 points. But that's what you want from your backup big. 
he's been huge um but he's been a leader for that second unit i really think he's like he's yes. setting a standard in a way and it's something that's it's just it's one of those things where like it was a question of like who's going to be the backup big and i think a lot of people like jock in the beginning of the season but then jock kind of fell off now a lot of people just don't like him being in the game but he's been playing better too but he's not the guy like Bismack is defensively. And I think he had a few blocks tonight. Oh, he only had the one block. I thought he had two. But man, one, he's just tonight, yeah. But five yeah, he's... five against the sixes, like he, yeah, on the on the defensive end, you're taking Biz over Jock every single day of the week. Um, and yeah. if he starts to make those really strong decisions on offense when he gets those offensive boards or he catches the ball too far away from the basket, resets gets it back in, he starts making those decisions, then Jock isn't seeing the floor. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, Biz might have an off night and then Jock can come in, but for right now, Biz is just, as soon as he comes in, he makes the right cut, he gets to the rim, he's doing a lot. So, um, But let's talk about the this guy. Thing, the, oh, go ahead. The other, thing, the other thing I like about that dynamic too is when we may go through a game this season and it's sort of cruised through an entire game with the backup big, situation and Monty will throw whoever hasn't been on the floor into the game like at the start of the fourth and it just mixes everything up and then goes yeah. back to his DA rotation. I actually like that. It's It's been really, really handy for us this season. Yeah, so where are you at with Monty though? I mean, I don't... You're a Monty fan, right? Like you've never... I, I, look, I think Monty... Monty took us to 64 wins last year. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm always going to go back to the fact that if you look at the culture pre-bubble, the Phoenix Suns were struggling. Monty and mm-hmm. James Jones came in and they helped change that and change that direction. And I get that people are frustrated with the fact that he doesn't call time out at opportune times, um, sometimes in games. But reality is that he's um, he's still still a very, very good coach. The players relate to him. Um, he engages the team most of the time. There's games where obviously some of the team rocks out and we go, what the hell is going on? That's on Monty. And I, I absolutely think there's games that have been on Monty. But who else are you going to put in? I mean, I've seen, let's bring in Tyrone Lou, Let's bring in this person. Let's bring in that person. We're a contender right now, right? Yeah. Uh, we we are you bring Kevin Durant back in, this team's gonna win a title. What are people gonna say about Monty then in June when they're sitting in the streets of Phoenix watching a parade? No, exactly. I think there was only one game this season where I came on. I'm like, yeah, that was that was bad coaching with Monty, but what do I know? I have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. I have no idea what he's actually seeing out there himself. So I can't criticize the guy. All you have to go by are the wins and like how I guess you can see the rotations. But then again, it's like it's up to the guys. If they're going to gel, you got to know like this team's going to take a while. They get these these new pieces in that are mostly bench players and it's just going to take a while for them to get things going. And they did. And he's done uh, he's done that over – he's copped a, copped a whole heap of crap over the last couple of weeks um, for mm-hmm. his coaching performance. But he's done a bulk of that without Kevin Durant and then a stretch without Kevin Durant and DeAndre Ayton. Guess what? Our team is a hell of a lot different with those two guys in the lineup. Um, yeah, he, he's mixed and matched everything else while those two players are not in the lineup. I mean, he did what he could. Exactly. Like he, I mean, this team, the emotions of letting go of Cameron Johnson and, and Mikhail Bridges, 
and of course you're gonna kd it's awesome but the the emotions of that just like when he even talked about them leaving and all that had to it had to be tough on him and everybody else so to him to actually get the group back together and start winning is great and i think uh sir hamo actually shout out to him he says that uh, katie unlocks jock yeah they're best friends yeah, right does. him and jock yeah, yeah. they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're actually they're legit friends. Like he loves Jock, but KD plays so good with Aiden too. Like he's gonna hit him in spots you'll never you've never seen, and he did that in the three yeah, games absolutely. he was here. Uh Blaze Megatron does say um, uh oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna say there's only one mistake Monty's made this year, and it's that he hasn't bought back Abdul Nader. Oh, I was <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Where is that guy now? I don't even know where he's at. I don't think he's even playing he basketball anymore, but he's got like a he's got like a model girlfriend who probably earns a million dollars a year on or ten oh, million yeah. dollars a year on Instagram or whatever. Doesn't need to play would, ball. Yeah, if I played ball and I wasn't that good, I'd get a model girlfriend too and just have her yeah. make a lot of money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, just really quick though, Blaze Megatron does say Jock offers a different set of skills in biz. He totally. Does. Yeah, he does. And I'm not saying Jock's bad or worse. Like he's he's not as good as what Biz brings, but Jock for sure. He tries, and there was another comment. And it might be, it might be a matchup thing there too, right? Um, like you look yeah, at Philly. It's always, yeah, it always. Um, is. Philly, Philly was always going to be biz, right? With Embiid in the game, it was always yeah. going to be biz. Um, Jock wasn't the right matchup for that. But if we look at even the Warriors, is biz the best matchup for Looney? Or if they play Draymond at center, is mm. is that the best matchup, or is it Jock who can? Potentially guard the perimeter a little bit better than what uh, what Busy can, um, and those guys are not get the ball inside and pound and put put the ball in the hole where we need Busy jumping over the top and blocking everything. Yeah, I, I think that Biz just recovers quicker too. Um, Jock, and if he gets out of position, like he has a hard time getting back, and he a lot of fouls called against him in that time and times when he's trying to get trying to get back, he doesn't really he not really a good shot blocker. So he'll get back and just kind of get in the way and get the foul called. But Cody, um, right here really quick, Kobe, uh, Brittigan, Brodigan. Sorry. I can't read. I'm sorry. Uh, Jock is learning too. I saw him with a pump fake at the rim in the Kings game. He wasn't doing that before. That's what I was saying. It's like, I feel like biz and Jock are just doing everything they can to improve in certain areas, but everything they Mm -hmm. suck at, like, we're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to try. Jock hasn't been shooting threes anymore. Like he, he, I think he's been a little bit, but anytime he does, it's like, why are you even shooting it, man? Like, you just, they're nasty. I think he hit one, like, the last five games, maybe. But he's hes kind of shied away from that, too. Beginning of the season, he was just jacking them up. Like, well, this yeah. guy's cool. Like, you know, he has the accent. He's just, he's a hustle player. Yeah, let him shoot threes. But now it's like, just don't do it anymore. <laughs> don't, yeah, just don't shoot threes. <laughs> yeah, just don't, man. Uh, but, yeah, this guy came back tonight. Watch. Aiden was five for 10 tonight, uh, 14 points, eight rebounds. He played only 30 minutes. I uh, didn't need to play too much, um, but I didn't expect too much from him tonight. Um, I don't know. I mean, going from busy to him, I just, all right, you know, you know, my frustration with Aiden, right? I'm not going to get into it at all tonight, but I just, <laughs> I'm going to wait for him and KD, but what'd you see from Aiden tonight? Did it even matter? And when KD comes back, it'll just help him out even more, right? <laughs> DA, DA's game tonight was a let's get back into rhythm game. Yeah. Um, we played him so that he could get back into rhythm before KD comes back in, um, and that was pretty much it. I mean, let's be honest. Let's have a look at Booker's first quarter. 
Well, Aiden wasn't getting the ball. No one else was getting the ball. It was it was all book in the first quarter. Um, our second and third quarters were pretty disappointing overall. Um, but come towards the back end of the game, all of a sudden it was Terence Ross, TJ Warren, book. These guys were were starting to shoot the ball again. Tonight wasn't a game to bang the ball inside against a guy. And let's be honest, Kessler, one of the best shot blockers in the NBA, right? You don't play the game style of get the ball in there and let him block everyone. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were frozen again. <laughs> my bad, man. I was like, I was like reading my notes. I was like, yeah. And I, I looked over. I thought you were frozen. So, <laughs> um, no. So I just thought it was just a bad game by them. Um, he was just out of place everywhere, defensively, offensively. But then as soon as I say that in like the first quarter, he comes back and gets a block and he hits his first jumper. Um, but I'm not looking too much into him. I think when KD was here, he was at my favorite place where he was the fourth or fifth guy offensively. And that's where he's going to thrive. Um, he just, he is, he's going to look a lot yeah. better. Um, I think defensively he's going to be held up by Katie, the boards, all of that. So he won't have an excuse when Katie's here. And I think he's going to play terrific. I hope because he is my X factor. I was, I was talking to uh fallen founder, Jake, cause I was seeing if he can come on too to the pod us three, you know, and hang out and talk, but he's uh, in Vegas and he asked me about yeah, betting he's partying in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's working or whatever, but he asked me any, <laughs> any, uh, any advice on betting? I said, yeah, put your, put your money down on DA for finals MVP. That's my thing. I'm like, if we're going to win the finals, yeah, right. he has to be the guy. I really think that's still, I think, not, I don't know. I mean, of course, Katie and Book are going to be. He's the not. Dudes. He's not winning a Finals MVP. I, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. It might. It might get to the point where it's like, you know what, Katie Book, great, but like the what Aiton did in that series that won the finals, we would have never won if he wasn't there, right? But then yeah. you would say, well, we wouldn't have won if KD wasn't there, obviously. But I just think he's the biggest X factor out there still, and I think for us to win, he has to be. He's not going to win the finals MVP, but he has to be close to that guy. To me, he's going to be. He he's to... got. He has to be a major piece for us, right? Moving forward, yeah. and um, as I said, today's game was more about getting a run under his belt before KD comes back. Um, I actually expected him to miss tonight and come back when KD came back uh, against Minnesota, but it makes sense that if he was healthy and feared, they played him tonight, get that runner under his belt find his spot again, find his position again by the end of the game, and then he's ready to go against uh, a team that's going to pass the ball to number 32 who's just going to hold it uh, for the entire 24-second shot clock and then drive and throw the ball over his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't – I just – I'm excited for Wednesday. I think it's going to be a hell of a night. I think this is actually going to happen where he Katie comes out and plays for the Suns, and I'm super excited. But the other guy that we've been talking about – we're we haven't brought him up really at all yet. Is this guy? Big Dick Booker. Man, Devin Booker had 18 points in the first quarter. Then after that, just six. Um, he, I mean, the bench came through again. I, I can't get over the fact that this bench came in in the fourth quarter and they just made sure to hold that lead. This, I don't think the starters even had to come back in. I think when the lead got back down to eight points, I think it was like three and a half minutes, four minutes left. I was like, Monty, bring the bring the starters back in. But then they pushed that lead back up to 12. So mm. Book started off the game super hot, right? And then he kind of just fell off from there. Um, but I just, 
that's not what I'm looking for. I don't really care what he's doing throughout the whole game. He's been insane. He's been hot. He's actually a guy I was an match. His match has been crazy. Oh, it's incredible. And like the way things are shaking out in the NBA where like Lillard hasn't played a whole lot of games and you're looking like at a third all third team, all NBA spot for a guard. Do you think he has a chance? I mean, Lillard. He he should have a chance. He should. I know. And and especially like this kind of year. He gets overlooked for this sort of stuff. And, they're going to go back and go, oh, if the game's missed. Mm-hmm. Um, reality is they, they're still talking about whether or not Jar makes a, a, a team. You know what? With Jar's behaviour, he shouldn't even qualify for a damn team, let alone whether or not he was, he's been good enough to make the team. Yeah. Now, yes, Book had a stretch where he was out, but everything he's done this season has been phenomenal. Um, and he should absolutely be considered. Now, there's some great guards in the West. Um, SGA shouldn't be overlooked this year. There's no doubt about it. Um, they they keep talking about Steph Curry and Steph's had a like another magnificent season, but hasn't he missed as many games as Book? Yeah, no, about. But that's what I'm saying is like in this kind of season where there's just been injuries and a lot of you know just the load management. That's a huge thing this year. I don't think that should be a thing. I mean, I don't. Currently, there's no rule, right, of like, hey, this has to be the certain amount of games you play to win a certain award. They might go into next season and say that because of the way everything's shaken out with the load mm-hmm. management. But right now, I think it's just like this guy's been insane. And when he's playing, like this team is winning. The Suns are winning with Book. And he's played through a lot of other guys being hurt. And Aiden's been out lately. And then you had Chris Paul missing a lot of time early. The big trade, missing a lot of his guys. So, for Book to be so consistent. Oh, and really quick, did you have any thought? Any other thoughts on him? I'm just. Uh, it just frustrates me so much that this guy has never received the credit. That I mean, we're lucky, yeah. we're blessed as Suns fans that we get to sit there and watch this guy play basketball. But he doesn't do flashy 360 dunks. He doesn't do a heck of a lot of that hang time in the air sort of stuff. But this guy yeah. will give us 30 every night. He gives us five to seven assists every night. He gives us five to seven rebounds every night, and he carries the team to wins. Um, the fact of the matter is, this is we're getting to witness one of the great shooting guards. And by the end of his career, it's going to be like Kobe, right? Where yeah. a lot of people hate him. Maybe Kobe hate a little bit more, but there is so much hate for Devin Booker in the NBA, and I don't get it. He's he's clean cut. He does the right things. He's he's great in the community. And he's a sensational basketball player. Why does everybody in the NBA hate him? Because everyone hates everybody. I think what happens is it's it's a timeline of like, hey, this guy, look at like when Book starts, he's a 13th, 13th pick of the NBA draft. Comes in, looks good. When I saw him, I'm like, wow, he looks like Kobe. Like he just, his game looks like Kobe. Then he starts to evolve into something special. Then it's like, wow, this guy's awesome. Everyone loves him, right? Then when he starts to like actually put up the points and they're still losing, then he's that guy, you know, good stats, bad team guy. Then it's just like he becomes an all-star finally. He was snubbed how many times? Like two or three times in the all-star game. Then he finally makes it. And it's just he's always been on the downside of things. But, but even then, just no, when, it, when, what was his first all-star? It was an injury replacement, right? It was, yeah, for and Lillard. He Lillard got hurt. Yeah, and Dane came out and went, 
Devin Booker has to take my spot. Yeah, he, he said his name. I'm like, oh, yeah, he did yeah. that on purpose. He could have probably played it, but he's like, he's like, Booker has to be uh, by now an all star. So he got him in the game and he did his rap thing at halftime. He should, yeah. And, yeah. And that was the same year, I think, we saw the LeBron James tweet where uh, Devin Booker. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the same year. Yeah, I mean that's just the way it's always been his whole career. I mean, even the Kardashians, he he dated the most the plainest one, just like his game, you know. So that's what he does. He he's he's under the radar in ways. So <laughs> I, I think even I have to give credit for to Booker. That's Tonight, fantastic, by the way. I need to interrupt there. That that's fantastic. That yeah. what a sensational analogy. He, yeah, he, I mean, he dated the boring Kardashian. Wait, I'm just he his game is very simple, right? And plain, just yeah. like that Kardashian. And she's my favorite. I think she's. I don't know. I mean, they're, I don't know. I don't want to she's get into all that. She's definitely the but... most attractive. Added, yeah. Them, but, I mean, yeah. she's natural, so I don't know. Mm. Anyways, we'll talk about another podcast. We can have a podcast of <laughs> do you like natural or, you know, fake, whatever. <laughs> um, I was going to say really quick, shout out to Book. I think the game that he had two games ago where they had that loss against the Kings where they actually they had all the momentum and he got that technical. I was like, Book needs to – not that he can't get into it with the refs. That's fine. Like – but the yeah. way he was going at it and getting teed up, and then Chris Paul did, I'm like, that turned everything around. I knew they were going to lose after that because they just they could not give up an inch to that team. Otherwise, they're going to lose, and they did. Yeah. But book the last two games, he's kind of kept his mouth shut with the refs. Yeah, and then Monty the came yeah. out and took a fine. And I think Monty, do you think Monty told him like, hey, like I'll take care of the refs. You go play your game because it might get in your head too much. You got to focus and lead this team to wins, right? I hope he did um, because the reality is you're spot on. The behavior of Chris Paul and Book in that game cost us that game. Yes. Um, it's For me, it was cut and dry. The The behavior of those two in that game, as the leaders of this team, cost us that game. Um, but now they're playing the last two games. They've played the game. They're, they're just doing what they need to do. And I know, and so says Jay, Book's – still been talking a lot. He's been talking a lot, but he hasn't been doing what he did in that third quarter against Sacramento, right? Which you could yeah, tell was going to lead to a technical. It was different. He's, ta- he's talking. He's talking to the rest, but he's not like – there was maybe one play tonight where he didn't get back defensively, but that was it. Like before, it was yeah. like, all right, man, we get it. You're not getting the call sometimes, but this is a game you got to win. to behave gotta... like Luca, right? Yeah, I don't know. Luca's another level. Luca's another level. How did they rescind his technical? Else. Huh? Yeah, he's. How did, how did the NBA rescind that technical? What the hell's going on? I don't know. What do you get teed for? I don't remember. Uh, well, abusing the refs, but uh, they rescinded the technical so that he could play against Indiana. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That team's kind of falling apart, so let's just hope they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, which, it's fantastic. You know, isn't it? We kind of all saw that. Um, when Kyrie got traded, I was like, you know, that's the one team John said it to. That's the one team that we wanted him to go to just because it's like the dynamic between the two. Now I think Luca could kind of see that Kyrie doesn't want to be there. So he's like, what are we doing here in Dallas? Like the team that the guys you traded away, we could have probably w- went to the playoffs with. Now we might not even make it. So their a lot going on there. Was, um, their biggest mistake was Brunson, right? Yeah, but the thing Letting is, like, I was listening to Ryan Rosillo today. He was talking about Brunson. Brunson would be really good, obviously, but he wouldn't be that good because he he's he's the lead. He's the point guard there, obviously. So, but he came off the bench with Luca, right? He did. Yeah, yeah. But playing together, I don't know. Maybe one more year, they could have figured something out more, and it would have been mm. a better dynamic than him and Kyrie. Because 
that's not working out. And sorry, Suns no, fans, he's not. Kyrie's probably going to be here next year. I don't know if anybody wants that, but I'm just saying, Katie and Book love Kyrie. Is right? he going? Did you did you um, say this is still Suns related? Did you see? I, I saw a comment today. Um, I was working, so I, I might have been half distracted. Um, that Shams is now questioning whether or not Damian Lillard will ever play again for Portland. So, do you think Lillard's coming to the Suns? Well, let's be honest. Rather, if, it's, if it's Lillard versus uh, Kyrie, Suns. But well, what are we going to trade though now? A DA. Well, Chris, Chris Paul says. <laughs> Maybe Lillard could bring Nurk with him and we can trade DA and Chris Paul for uh, uh, Lillard and Nurk. And then Nurk can just get hurt and we're like, well, I miss DA. Yeah, right. You know, we miss him when he was out, but then when he's back, he makes you frustrated. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know. Um, it's like a lot of things, I guess. I was going to have an analogy there, but I'll just skip that one and get to subreddit stakeout. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. All right, so I had the classic disguise on hey, tonight. Look out! Yeah, dude. I'm. I mean, I think they kind of knew, but you know, Utah the subreddit. I actually went there, and there was like, there was forty comments by halftime. I'm like, is this the right thread? Uh, this getting in my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, there's, there's no way this is the right thread because no one was there talking. But I guess it was Utah, and they were just hoping for a loss. Um, just a few comments from there. Uh, Book- Booker plays well in Utah. He should consider playing here. Do you think Booker is going to go to Utah? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so, man. Um, Danny, Danny Ainge doesn't trade for talent. He trades for draft picks. For draft picks, yeah. Well, yeah. for I don't know who you maybe uh, Lillard can go to Utah. Oh. He can't. He doesn't trade for talent. It's draft okay. picks or nothing for Danny Ainge. And then what he does is leaves that team and lets yeah. uh, whoever comes in behind do all the drafting. Oh, okay. Well, I guess he's not going there then. Um, Booker with the Charmin whistle. So I don't know what they're talking about. I think Booker, you know, we just talked about the rest, but I think there was some calls that Book did not get. That's why I was saying good on Book yeah. for not complaining. You could see Monty in the back kind of like, Kind of getting it to the rest, but Book just kind of held his own. He was talking, but it wasn't aggressive. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, so, there was one where he, um, where THT nearly, or was it Markin, and nearly took his hand off in the last quarter, and he yeah. got back holding his hand and nearly stole the ball. I mean, it was great. Yeah, there was. I was like, why? I'm like, oh my gosh, the respect thing, man. And you know what? I do get on the book, but like too much complaining, but he does mm. still get distracted by the rest. Yeah, and like he's the last. He's been getting to the rim and playing physical before he was kind of finesse. Now he's getting there. So um, let's see what else they said. Wasn't too much. I want a loss because tank, but a win because of the Suns. So feeling very conflicted. They wanted to beat the Suns. And more book hate. Everyone hates Booker, like he said. And that one, the one foul where Booker got hit in the wrist and he was complaining. And everyone's like, oh, wham, or whatever. But <laughs> that was basically it, man. That was a sub- there was nothing in there. And they were just boring. So that's all we got for today. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. All right. So it is time to get to. Why can't I find this drop, dude? What am I doing? Where's our. John, where's the. just put way too much in there. There's a lot of stuff. John, where's the uh 
<laughs> this is this is great great podcast material oh yeah that's fine well i think everyone's already stopped listening so um <laughs> where is the freaking oh, i can't find it all right so what <laughs> let's just go to the jam star jam star of the game everybody do 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 all right jam star of the game who is your jam star of the game gavin at the top yeah. oh wait hold on hold on hold on hold on jam star of the game all right jam- <laughs> there it is all right gavin you're jam star of the game uh realistically uh the game was really really underwhelming right um nobody did anything spectacular so let's go with Cameron Payne oh we didn't even talk about Cameron Payne um do you want to talk about Cameron Payne a little bit any thoughts on him because right now I'm kind of I'm just like I don't good game but the next game is going to be like a fallout game the second game it's like all right he's he's off my radar I don't care when Katie comes back he'll just be gone kind of in a way he he'll get his catch and shot catch and shoots but that's it um I don't know if that's a way to say it but your thoughts on Cameron Payne going forward? Is he a guy you could trust? Because right now, I just I know it was a decent game, but I just don't trust the dude. I'm done. I've let's, I've tried. Um, I've tried. Let's roll back to our discussion from earlier. If KD's fitting in the team, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah, mean, this whole whether podcast it's Cameron Payne, whether, yeah, it's uh, yeah, the whole podcast. Cut it off. No, um, look, he's. I think it took him a little bit of time coming back from the injury, everything like that. He's He's been really, really solid. Um, I know he cops a lot of shit. He's going to have bad games, but he's been pretty solid since he's come back. And even today, um, look, I did miss a few parts of the game due to work, but um, he was solid again. But, oh well, Devin Booker was absolutely the best player today. But I just wanted to shout out someone else from considering this was a really, really flat game. Yeah, I guess I'll, I might give it to Cameron Payne. But I'm going to give it to Ross and Warren, a duo again, just because they've been so consistent. I think last pod I was talking about where it's weird to have guys that can come in first and second stints to where they're actually still scoring. They're actually looking to score and they're getting some good looking shots. Those two are just being ridiculous. Um, I'm going to give it to those two. Cameron Payne, though, good closeout minutes with the second unit in the fourth quarter. Um, so uh, Fabio Nazaki, <laughs> Damian Lee. Yeah, I'm well, he sure, hit one right? shot, uh, and and uh, I must admit, um, <laughs> Lee must have come into the game when uh, in one of those moments I was on a work call because I thought he just missed another game. No, he he did. He only played the three and a half minutes. He had the one there you go. one for one for three. It was a big three. We were there was a time in the second quarter we didn't talk about it that they were four of twenty eight in the in the second quarter. That was that was how bad it was. And then of course the Utah Jazz got back into it, won it by three, but. Lee came in and helped him get back the the lead. Blaze Megatron does say Tony Buckets, John Nelson Payne. So says Jay says Voida needs to be the new official drop. Um, when it <laughs> when AC says Craig, TJ Book, and then D Lee for the three points from David Larray. All right. Um, so next game, Katie is back. We're playing the T Wolves, and I don't have a graph. There's no graphic for that. But um, any thoughts going into next game? I know the T Wolves. I believe they won their last game. I think Carl Anthony Towns, from what I heard, hit two big shots to close out the game. And right now, if I pull up the standings, throws, right? 
yeah, and I want to pull up the standings really quick just to see where they're at. They're the seventh seed right now, so they're 38 and 37. So this is a huge freaking game. Um, good to have KD back. So it's a must win still for the Suns. They have the fourth seed, but thoughts going into this game. And then where do you see the Suns ending up in the playoffs? Just in case this is our last time chatting until the playoffs. I still think that we're, I still think that we will finish fourth. Um, I think, uh, even, I think the Wolves are there. Well, I just checked the Wolves are beating Sacramento by eight tonight. So they're going to position themselves quite well. But um, I still think we finish fourth. Um, the Clippers have lost Paul George. Uh, I know. And I think Kawhi went down injured in the last game. Did he? Didn't okay, Jam just confirmed game. that. Let me see if I can pull that up. Um, and the, the Warriors, well, the Warriors still have to go on the road, right? Yeah. So uh, I still think we finish fourth. Probably end up with either the Clippers or the Warriors in the first round. Oh, no, Kawhi played today, so... Because he um, got injured in the blowout loss to the Pelicans. So. Yeah, he got uh, went went to the back, but he did play today, so that's fine. Um, I think we play either the Clippers or the Warriors, whoever finishes fifth out of those two. Um, yeah, let's be honest, Minnesota, is um, is Anthony Edwards back? Um, did he uh, James, what today? do you think? I'm not sure, man. I don't know. I didn't even know he was he was out. Is he out? He did miss some time. This is my pregame prep right here. <laughs> he did, he <laughs> I don't tell him back. I thought that was only the one guy they're missing. Yeah, no, he he did. Um, yeah, he's back, so he played today as well. So okay. um, look, the Anthony Edwards generally plays pretty well against us. So it should be a very right, interesting well, match. Well, Anthony well, Edwards is back. We're we're taking off. Uh, Anthony Edwards is back. Hello, John. <laughs> he's We're, back. John, how's your fantasy? Oh, he's back. Okay, that was uh, John Voida. He was uh, doing his fantasy draft. Um, but uh, look, Edwards is back. Cat's back, but KD's back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Is like Cat's who in the are, Wolves? Who, who in the Wolves is going to defend Kevin Durant? Well, who in the West is going to? I mean, they're already the they're already the favorites. So your prediction on the Sun? So if this if we continue to play this way, KD comes back and he is who he was in the three games and he can stay healthy, all of that, where do you see the Suns ending up when it's all said and done? How do they finish this whole thing, this whole season? I think we finish fourth. We're not catching third or second now. Well, um, I mean, like, going into the playoffs, do you think we make it second, third round, or the finals? Oh, no, we, we're, going to, we're going to the finals and we're winning it all. Uh, like, okay. I'm, I'm, already, I'm already booking my uh, trip to Phoenix for June. I'm oh, okay. not happy about it, but I'm already yeah. booking it. Yeah. And I, awesome, awesome. And I think like the energy is kind of back. Like last season, the energy kind of fell off in the play. It was it was a good playoff run. I mean, I mean, just to start. I'm not saying the way it ended, but to start, it was no, okay. No. Yeah. It wasn't like the year before. I just it just felt a little off, and um, it ended a little off. And I think this year, it's kind of back. If KD can stay yeah. healthy and this team's, I, it's gonna be. Well, I don't like know. It was two I don't know ago. about. At you, but uh, watching the games, did you uh, KD just coming back onto the bench in the last two games completely changed yeah. the energy of this team, right? Yeah. Well, when he came back, when he first joined the Suns and he was on the bench, that was the most energy we've had Amazing. all year long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with, I mean, with all the injuries this year and the Mikhail finally like showing his his growth in the last month before he left, 
even with that, like there was nothing matched because we just knew this team was not going to win at all with what we were then. Yeah. But now yeah. it's like, all right, let's see what we can do. And I'm pumped. KD's coming back. He's going to stay healthy for the rest of the year. Um, Devin Booker is going to ensure that the Suns honor Al McCoy in his final season as a caller and yes. make sure that he is in the parade holding on to the Larry O'Brien as it goes through Central Phoenix. And we can all cry together. We can all cry and, you know, all those tears will help uh, cool us down in that heat. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) Only be warm tears, I'm sure. But all right, Gavin, where can they find you? Where can they read your articles and watch your pod? (laughs) Yeah, at at Aussie Suns fans on Twitter um, and YouTube. Follow us. We do a weekly pod generally on a Sunday afternoon our time, Saturday afternoon or Saturday night um, Arizona time. Uh, appreciate the support. All the Jamsters who, particularly after live games, jump on and join us and speak to us and get in the live chat. Uh, really appreciate everyone that supports us there. Same with uh, all of our other podcasting friends. And the other place you will find me is in Phoenix from the 20th to the 24th of April. So, I'll probably be hanging around either the stadium or Marley's. Um, it'll be the first round of playoffs. I'm hoping to get to at least two games. I'm over there for work, but don't tell work. Um, I'm hoping to get to at least two of the uh, first round playoff games while I'm over there. But anyone who wants to catch up, make sure you come and catch up at Marley's. I'll be there most nights. We'll have to be, yeah, we'll have to be there. And maybe John and I can do some podcasts there or something. Because I'm thinking, John, if you're out there still watching, we got to do some live pods or, yeah, live pods from the bar, some bar over there and hang out. Um, this is, I just feel like it's this year. I'm back. Suns are back. Um, Jamsters, like, subscribe, do all the fun stuff. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you, you check out um, the Aussie Suns podcast. It's a fun podcast. Um, I love watching it. It's hilarious. Um, and I am Matthew Lissy at Matthew Lissy at Suns Jam. All the good stuff. Thanks for joining and go home and love your family, everybody. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.